Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome back to Keeping It Real. Thank you so much for tuning in to listen. We are hugely appreciative of all your love and support. And we're hoping to deliver to you today a really fun little recap with Caroline and I. How are you, darling? I am extremely well, Sophie. It's good to be back in the kitchen with you, as always. As always. And, and really the highlight of my week, really. It's always great fun to catch up and have a giggle. God, I love it. Yeah. I really, really, really love it. So I've just come back from Denmark, mm-hmm. had um, a really lovely, slightly longer weekend there, because as you know, I am considering the big move. Yeah. Very exciting. And um, it is actually super exciting, having been away for 25 years, which is a really, really, really long time. Getting back to your roots in more ways than one. In so many ways. And, you know, my my very closest friends and family, they're all there. And I just feel that, you know, the last few years have been profoundly eye-opening in so many different ways. And have also made me very conscious of the fact that time flies and it flies so quickly. And one day takes another, takes a week, takes a month, takes a year, takes 10 years. And before we know it, you know, we've got to really make the best of our time. And I have one son in Denmark and my youngest son is desperate to go and live there. Wow, that's amazing. And and actually picking up on that note, um, I'm just going to quickly give a quick brief interlude into a very frightening story that a friend told me at the weekend. She came back from a wonderful uh, trip to Chile. Uh, over Christmas. Over the weekend. She was out there for Christmas and New Year. And her great friend lives there and has lived there for eight years. She moved back from London. She's half uh, Chilean, half uh, English. Um, so they're having a wonderful time. And I met my gorgeous friend Lizzie this weekend on Wimbledon Common. We have two dogs. And we really love doing that huge walk together on a Sunday. We went through doors at the same time. We've been through a lot of healing in the Wimbledon woods together. And uh, she said to me, you know, something really life-changing happened while I was in Chile. Something that I really want to share with people because I think it makes you value life so much. She was involved in a carjacking at uh, the traffic lights, driving home one night from a lovely dinner they'd had. It wasn't late at night. It was around 10 o'clock at night. And she knew instantly when the van in front of them stopped that something was about to happen. She's very religious and quite spiritual. And she found God a bit later in life when she was going through her divorce. And she really needed an extra pillar of strength to help her through the, the tough days. 
And uh, so she knew instantly that something was going to happen. She felt, she said, I felt this awful foreboding feeling inside me. She said, next thing I know, four guys have jumped out of the uh, sort of Jeep in front of them, come running at their car. They're in a convertible. Lizzie's screaming, <gasps> put the sunroof up, put the sunroof up. They managed to get the sunroof up. They're trying to get the electric windows up. Meanwhile, the three or four people have already got around the car now. They're all armed with guns. <gasps> um, one of the windows isn't shut. They manage to open the door. They start beating her friend over the head with their guns. No. Um, they manage to wrench open the other door. No. The two of them are being beaten up. My girlfriend's in the back screaming so loudly, trying to figure out how to call the police. And, she, and she's in a massive panic attack. She's no idea... You know, you don't call the local police number. But I also think one thing when you're being attacked by four men and your friends are being beaten up, the last thing you have time to is actually to take your phone well, and dial the number. she had her phone in her hand when she saw what was, she thought was what was going to happen. So she's sitting with the back, in the back, screaming, screaming, screaming with her phone in her hand. She said, the only thing I can think is that they thought I was on the phone to the police because they suddenly stopped and ran off and drove off. How lucky they didn't just so shoot So they, well... This is what Lizzie said. She said, you know, either they would have stolen the car with Lizzie in the back, because Lizzie's in the back of the car and the two in the front. Shot her to shut her up. Or taken her to somewhere and done goodness knows what to her. So, I mean, a whole load of things. Absolutely horrific. But she said, you know what? I'm not traumatised. I am suddenly realising that life is so precious. Yes. And short. And we all came out alive. Yes. And we are so lucky to be on this planet yes and things awful things can happen in, our mo- in a moment in a split second and it's really important just to remember she said in the back of that car she thought bye-bye 2019 that's never going to happen i'd rather they shot me now than kidnapped me well actually she might in her subconscious or at least in her deep gut she might have thought this is going to be okay everything is going to be okay everything is going to be okay she might also have prayed Oh, she she did probably pray. did pray because I've got through. to say that I'm she also said one I of the kept people repeating the same prayer over and over and over again. And I think prayers can save mm. because I can't tell you, Sophie. Um, actually, on on a number of occasions, um, and I also found my real spiritual side, but also a relationship with God uh, around the time that I got divorced. Mm. I'd never really had a relationship with him before. I really wanted to. I actively tried to seek him, but I found that it was just, he just wasn't there. He wasn't really hearing me. And I went and met him in Bali. That is another story that I will share with you another time. Um, But I have been in a few situations and had a few experiences where I will say that my prayers were answered. And the answering of my prayers kept my children and I safe. And I do believe in the power of the mind. And I do believe that if you really pray to be helped in any situation in life, your prayers will be heard. If you really believe, you have to really believe. I I was brought up with um, a very big presence of God in my life. My grandfather, my grandfather, sorry, was the first Catholic ordained married priest. And and one of only a couple, I think, that um, were ever ordained. And we went to uh, church every weekend as a family. And my grandfather also taught mass as well. And we were sent to a convent and then later a uh, monk sixth form. So it was it was always very much part of our life. But I, when I left home, I didn't go to church every weekend because I, I don't know why I didn't have time. There were so many other things going on. But I do find in moments of 
hardship or moments where you're really struggling for an answer or need protection or don't really know where to turn. Saying a prayer is not only great for your own inner strength, but it also makes you think that there's a bigger picture out there and there's somebody looking down on you and somebody who's got your back. And I do believe that you do have your guardian angels around you all the time. 100%. And I also think, actually, that we're a slightly different generation to our parents and our grandparents, for that matter, who who really did spend a lot of time going to Mm. church. And not that I don't love to go to church, because I really do love to go to church, but I think that our faith has also come to a place where, you know, we don't have to go to the church to pray. You know, we can actually say our prayers and have exactly the same faith as great and as deep, but we can practice it anywhere, actually. Yeah. You know, actually anywhere. And I think that's a really lovely thing to be able to teach your children as well. Absolutely. You know, my children don't go to church now. We go at Easter, we go at Christmas, and a couple of times in between. And I've, I've had my children christened and... You know, for those big special occasions, I've, I've been to church and we should go more, but we don't. But I always find a moment, you know, with the children when things are sort of looking a little bleak or somebody's not happy, but we might say a little prayer together. And I say you can always say a prayer mm-hmm. and there's always somebody looking out for you and there's always a bigger picture and it's not just us. Yeah. And I think that's a really lovely lesson to teach your kids. And actually on that note... Um, I know a couple of uh, our lovely listeners and followers were about to, uh, sorry, were going to ask us a few things that you'd really like us to discuss on our podcast. And one of them is really how to get back on track when you've been through a hardship or a struggle or a moment. I mean, I think definitely uh, for me, it was going through divorce, but also changes when you've had babies, new babies, when your life shifts when you've lost a job or when you're about to start a new job, when you lose a friend or have a new friend. There's so many different situations. Um, and, and how really do you get back to that place of knowing yourself and confidence and mm. understanding and, uh, you know, know which foot to put forward in that moment? Mm. And I think um, well, we've both been through big journeys in our lives and both been through divorce. And you know what the interesting thing is, Sophie? That everyone goes through a lot of stuff. Yeah. You know, everybody. Everybody's life. And it doesn't matter who you are and where you come from. It doesn't matter if you're rich or you're poor. It doesn't matter if you're young or old. It doesn't matter if you're black or white. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters except the realistic fact, the truthful fact that every single human being on this planet goes through so much in life. Absolutely. And actually, it's the life's journey and life's tapestry that really makes us into the people we are today. And, you know, I can sit here in your kitchen with a smile on my face, feeling so whole and so together and so happy and yeah. so confident yeah. in, at this moment in my life. But yeah. six months ago, I think I was crying, yes. wondering where I was going to be, where I was going to live, you know, maybe a year ago. It takes time to build oneself up again. And to really take on life's challenges. And, and there is, it's a roller coaster. Of course it is. And it also makes me actually think that, you know, there are so many people, um, and I actually now and again, not so often, but now and again on my Instagram, do get a message saying, well, ev- well, everything is so easy for you. And the funny thing is, is that, you know, no, everything is not so easy for me. It might look that way, but it absolutely is not. And I just also want to give a profound example that I read when I told you guys about Giselle Bunchen's book, Lessons. Mm. And she writes that when she was on the very top of her career, she was making tons of money. She was in a great relationship. Um, She was living 
what most people would think is the life, yet she found herself on a balcony wanting to jump. Actually wanting to end her life. And you know, the thing is, is that people might look happy because they smile, but very often, a lot of the people that you see in the limelight, they smile because it's part of their job, it's part of their profession. And very often, you kind of have to go above yourself, go above your feelings, go above everything, because you need in that moment to present a certain certain vision, which may be the complete opposite of what you are in fact feeling. And I want to really underline that, you know, it is so wrong to ever judge anybody because nobody really knows the truth about anything. And I think it's very 2019 to stop judging anybody because you have no idea what's going on in their life. Quite on the contrary, if you want to celebrate with people, if you want to be positive about people, do that. But stop the negativity. Stop the judgment. Because so often it's completely wrong. Absolutely. And I think you're so right. A smile, certainly for me, can hold you together in that moment. I mean, there's been so many times when I've sat in a room with whoever it is, with lawyers or people or whatever, 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 and all you've wanted to do is burst into tears. But you grip the seat with your fingers, your white knuckles literally shining out, and that smile is the only thing that keeps you together in that moment. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you let that guard down when you're with your closest friends, but what I think we wanted to share with you today is really how to allow yourself to go through those moments. Mm -hmm. It is a journey. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be stuck in that place forever. I mean, I know obviously some people have awful issues with their health and housing. And, you know, there are obviously some people far less fortunate than ourselves. 100%. You know, there are various ways. There are always exceptions, There are always exceptions. But for us, or for me, Um, my journey really started from believing in what I was capable of. And Mm. I used my body to teach me that. Mm. And I used the building of my strength internally to get me out of the mindset that I was in. But so before you got to that place, you also allowed yourself time to cry. And I really want to say that, you know, it is really important that whatever you're going through, you need to allow yourself the time to grieve, to be in pain, to mourn, whatever the situation is, and take your time. You absolutely. know, it's not just an hour. It's not just a day. You well, know, give you yourself find, the time. Absolutely. You, you. That's when you find your friends, your friendships, your family, yes. your, your family that might, your friendships that might be your family. Exactly. And that you surround yourself. And I remember the initial months after separation, when the children were very unsettled, and I was terrified, and... Felt like a big band-aid had been ripped off and I was suddenly in this big, bad world all by myself and not imagining that I'd ever be in that place. Mm -hmm. You know, when you get married and you have children, you you picture the fairy tale. And when it doesn't end up being the fairy tale, you panic. And I think it's okay to panic. You need to panic. Your body needs to produce adrenaline. You need to start thinking oh my gosh so that you actually can make a really good plan for yourself Mm. but also allow yourself your me time so my me time was running on Wimbledon Common with Coco Mm. dropping the kids at school Mm. didn't really have enough income to do anything else at that time I was suddenly faced with a whole load of bills Mm. in a huge house all by myself Mm. and I thought what can I do that's free that's me time that I'm actually going to enjoy. And I started running. And that that's Amazing. really where I found my strength was, you know, I never thought I could run. 
And it was an hour, then it was two hours, then I'd be gone all morning mm. until school pickup. And I'd just lose myself in the woods with Coco and just run out anger, pain, mm. grief, separation, mm. anxiety, fear, panic, and just keep going until you're so exhausted and so drained. And then you have this euphoric moment where suddenly you start seeing a plan and you start being able to focus on what's going to make you feel better. Yeah. And it's a, it's a process. It is a process. And I also think, you know, I experienced a few really big heartaches last year. And, um, and I've never really been a big crier. But in these couple of situations, I actually found that I, there was nothing I could do but, but just let it all come out. And I actually, I wept. And I wept and I wept and I didn't just weep alone because I'm someone who always weeps alone on the rare occasion that I do weep. Mm -hmm. But I just found that in these couple of situations, the pain was so enormous that I just wept and, I, and I, I, I'd stop weeping on the street. I'd stop weeping at a dinner. I would start crying when I was with my girlfriends. I'd cry when I was on my own. I just cried and cried because the pain was so, it was just so enormous. But what was incredible was you know, you and my other girlfriends, you allowed me to cry. And when you felt that I didn't need to cry anymore on that, in that given moment, you then gave me strength and hope. Mm. And to every one of you out there who doesn't really know how to get back on track, I would say, you know, go with your emotions, let yourself really feel them and get them out. And, Mm. and don't be scared to not feel them in front of your friends because that is also where you will have such consolation. You will have such compassion and empathy. You will be given so much love that all of a sudden, this strength starts yeah. coming back from the inside. And, and I would really go in so far as to say that, that pain is such an eye-opener in so many ways. And once you've gone through the journey of whatever the pain is and you've gone through all the emotions that you need to go through, you know, more often than not, you actually come back stronger. Absolutely, and also with a with a new with a new set of boundaries, and, with a and new, new set determination. of absolutely, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. I agree with you. When they say what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, it. Amen. Yeah, I totally agree, and I think you know it's all a journey. So you know, you start building yourself back again, then you realise that you're feeling better and better and better about life, about yourself, with your confidence. Uh, you know, with your body, with your mind, with your strength, with your courage. And then you really start to shape the way that you want to live your life. Yeah, and because surround I... yourself with people you want to be yes, with. Yes, exactly. And live the life that you really want to live yes. rather than being in survival mode. Exactly. You know? And that's... wasting any time. Absolutely. And it's it's really gearing yourself up with the tools you need to get yourself through that, whether that's taking yourself off in the evening, reading, you know, having a bath, reading a book. Yeah relaxing, putting your feet up, getting stuck into a gritty Netflix series, getting lost in it, looking forward to that moment when the kids are in the bed so you can get stuck in again, cooking yourself delicious food, you know, treating yourself to that fillet steak that you never treated yourself to or something, you know, or, or getting a delicious bar of chocolate or you know, living super Five kilos of ice cream in bed with candles. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, whether it's, you know, you've suddenly started this fitness regime and you start eating clean, you start having your celery juices, you start feeling the impact of 
fantastic things in your body, yeah. which makes your mind feel great, which gives you even more strength. Yeah. You know, you just, you start that journey and you just keep on it. And, you know, obviously we've come a long way since, you know, our divorces and our separations and our this and that, and so many other things have happened in our lives, so many other highs and lows. But I think what you teach yourself in those moments of a real low is what you then use again if something else comes into your life that doesn't go the way you planned mm. or you're feeling a little wobbly or you're feeling a little anxious. And, and for me, I always go back to the same tools. I throw myself into my workouts. I throw myself into my healthy mindset, my healthy eating. I build from the inside. I feel good on the inside, which makes me feel better on the outside. Yeah. I do get stuck into my Netflix dramas and, you know, Big Little Lies was amazing. Oh, my God. Well, after you told me that you really loved it, because I watched two or three episodes and I never really got into it. Yesterday on my flight back from Denmark, I watched the first episode of season one again. And now I'm thinking, I I really need to focus on this because everyone is saying it's so good. It won like eight golden globes. And and it's coming out again. They're just finishing filming the next Which is amazing. Which Which is amazing. But, you know, all these tools, and, and I think really the main thing in all of this is... Finding your inner strength and happiness comes from the support you have around you, the love you give to yourself, whether that's through working out or being outside or going for a walk. But I just want to go back on a couple of your points here, Sophie, because as you said, you know what the thing is, is that if we lie in bed drinking Coca-Cola and eating ice cream and having a McDonald's and we all love it and we should all have it now and again, and it does in that moment make you feel better. But unfortunately, there are the consequences of this afterwards, which is then the time that you actually, you don't feel great. You feel heavy. You feel like you can't even almost barely get out of your bed. Or you start punishing yourself for having allowed yourself those moments. And I think you, of course you should have those moments. But I do think that when you're ready to get back on track, I think you are so right in what you say that, you know, we are all extremely sensitive to food. And if we're not, then it's simply because we aren't feeling ourselves. Mm -hmm. Because all of us, get affected by what we eat. It either gives us energy or it robs us of energy. Mm. And funnily enough, let me give you an example of this morning at my breakfast. I started off with my wonderful celery, spinach, cucumber, and ginger juice on an empty stomach. Delicious. I then had uh, Rivita crisp bread with a little bit of butter and bovril and Danish cheese. And on the side, I had a salad of avocado, tomato, and cucumber. And I felt I love light you. and energized. So descriptive. But I wasn't quite full up. Mm. So I then had my first double shot cappuccino with skim milk. And I brought back from Denmark yesterday these big, juicy cinnamon slices, Mm. which are very sweet with icing sugar. Absolutely delicious. And I had had one with my coffee and it still wasn't quite enough. And I then had another one. And it was really interesting because I was very conscious this morning. And I slightly felt, physically, I felt this high, and then I felt my body go heavy. After you'd eaten In energy. Yeah. yeah, in energy. And, yeah. you know, it's really interesting because, you know, I'm really lucky. I have a very, very, very fast metabolism, and I can, I can somehow, just by walking to and from school at a good pace, I can quite quickly burn that heavy feeling mm. off by just really walking fast but that also means I burn my adrenals as a result yeah. of this and I now know that you know if, if if I want to feel at my very very best I need to consume the things that 
make me feel really good. And although mm. I will always allow myself to have my ice cream and my cake and my burger, etc., etc., I've also got to be conscious of, you know, maybe it is a good idea to, to have those weekend treats and try and keep it as clean Absolutely. as possible during the week. I agree. I mean, I didn't have time for, for that this morning. I, I got up at quarter to six and uh, boys were already running around like crazy lunatics. Quarter past six? Quarter, yeah, quarter past six because I'm nice waking up early. Um, then I decided to do a massive sort out as I always do when I got up at that time. I love doing it. all the washing. So all the washing was done by seven o'clock. I love it. Uh, quick shower. And then quick protein shake, which I added a frozen banana to. Oh, yeah. So if I know I haven't got time for anything, I'll just shove everything in the blender, whiz it up. Boys both had a crumpet this morning because they were tired and cold and wanted a crumpet and a cup of tea. Delicious. <laughs> yeah, but delicious. Um, and, you know, for them, I always think, you know, try and give them something healthy. But if they really fancy something, I'm all about giving them what they fancy. So Finn had a bagel with cream cheese and Harry had a crumpet with jam. And they were both happy. Got them into the car, drank my protein shake on the way to school, dropped them both off, and then went to Paolo's body bar full of energy because this banana and protein combination that I do for myself, which is whole foods and all good ingredients, gives me a boost of energy to get me through my workout. Amazing. Nipped home, changed, went straight to a meeting, and then came here and had a delicious coffee. And this rather amazing snack. Biltong. Biltong, which I think From, is uh, so Town. delicious. Isn't it delicious? It's pure protein. Yeah. Lean and clean and full of... Good stuff. And what? very, very chewy. And I love very stuff that's very extremely chewy. now because it's a <laughs> lot. Do you know the deal that I made with Nigel this morning? So when I made my juice this morning, I thought, hmm... I'm actually going to teach Nigel to start drinking juice as well. So I made a little shot glass mm. with my green juice. He smelt it and he kind of looked as if he was gagging. <laughs> and I said to him, you know what, my love? This little shot, if you take one of these every day, you're never going to get sick. Because I really believe that the combination of the celery and the cucumber and the spinach and the ginger, I found that it can, it, it, it just it does something so remarkable to my health. Um, I'm not a big sleeper. I'm a bit of an insomniac. I've been through so much in the last two years yet. Touch wood. Can I just ask you, do you that I have vitamins? not been sick one single time. Yeah, I and think that's I that, for sure. do absolutely believe that this is as a result of my juicing. I use a sage juicer. So I literally squeeze celery, squeeze cucumber, not squeeze funny. spinach and celery. And it gives me this big glass. Anyway, I made a deal with Nigel that if he would take a shot of this every morning until the end of term, then he has bagged himself an electric drum set. Oh, God. And you know what? This Poor was amazing. <laughs> no, but you know what? As he said, mummy, he actually, I said a drum set. He then goes, mummy, let's make it an electric drum set. And I looked at him like, okay. And he goes, because mummy, we have neighbors and they may not want to hear it. And the good thing with electric drum sets is that I can wear earphones and I can do my banging and no one will hear it. Oh, that's amazing. I thought, Nigel Lawson, are you really only eight years old? And he says, yes, I am. Whereupon he then got down on the floor with two candles and started meditating. Oh, my God. I was like, you are something else. How extraordinary. Bless him. That is adorable. Bless him. So I think think really the message here is find the tools that you need to get you out of a bad vibe, a bad feeling, a slump, a moment of panic, a moment of fear. Keep on it. Don't give up. Keep going at it, whether it's working out, whether it's reading, whether it's 
doing whatever you need to do to distract your mind. Keep going in the best positive way you can find. Surround yourself by loving, kind, supportive people who have your back. And then once you're through the crying and the fear and the loneliness and the shock moment. And you've processed it. And you've processed it. Then start taking step by step little things to make a plan for your future. And that can start really, really small. Um, and, and, you know, grow it into whatever you feel like you want to grow it. I mean, I grew my business, I grew my friendships, I grew my confidence, I grew my fitness. It can be done. You've just got to keep on it and keep going. Um, so that is that sort of little segment for you of how, how to get back on track and how to stay on track. So food, fitness, loving people, loving environments, therapy if you need it, dog walks, fresh air, just a lot of love and support. Um, but another question we got from our wonderful listeners and followers, well, could we do a quick uh, recap on our New Year beauty tips? And we will say these very quickly because we know that we've had yeah. some amazing guest speakers in and we will be getting them back again to Absolutely. talk about refreshes. But um, what do we do? And I am starting tomorrow with the most Fabulous facial I've had in London. I'm having the red carpet <gasps> facial tomorrow with my gorgeous oh, Rani. Oh, we've um, got to bring her on. We've got to bring her on. It's a deep cleansing, steaming, massaging, all singing, all dancing facial for an hour and a half, which basically reinvigorates your skin and makes you glow again. She does another facial called the cryo, but tomorrow I'm going to do all the cleansing. And tomorrow um, I'm doing the cryo. And tomorrow you're doing the cryo. I mean, I think it's really good to find somebody that you really trust who use products on your face that you know and that you enjoy using. I've used Yonka products and I combine them with lots of other products, but Yonka's always been the base for my skincare regime. Always. Oh, I didn't know that. Since the you. age, well, since I went to Rani 15 years ago. And you went to her 15, 15 years ago? Are you years serious? Ago. She got me all ready for my wedding. Oh, my uh, goodness. Yeah, I mean, I've known her for years, and I trust her implicitly. And when you invest money in a facial, because they are expensive, absolutely, you want to make sure you're getting the best possible outcome for your skin, for your wallet, for your you know ongoing products you're going to use on a daily basis. Yes. And I do use everything that she uses in the facial. I think we need to get her on our podcast next yeah. week. I've got to tell you guys, Sophie, very kindly... Um, introduced me to Rani, and I have to say I've I've uh, I've seen her twice now since before Christmas, and the moment she started massaging my face, cleansing my face, I literally said to her, "Your hands are magic. Mm. Your hands are completely magic. Yeah, it is so good. extraordinary what Rani is capable of doing." But I've got to say to you guys, if if the investment of a facial is not in your budget right now. Um, what I would say is really one of the best things you can possibly do, which is also really taking care of yourself and assisting in not aging, um, is exfoliating. Mm. They say that wrinkles, the worst they are, is due to more dead skin cells, which really? you can get rid of by yeah. exfoliating. And not just exfoliating your face, exfoliating your whole entire body yeah. to keep looking fresh and I young. And it does that. wonders. It does wonders. It's and it really does prevent wrinkles. Absolutely. And it's so relaxing. It's so lovely getting into a bath with a big exfoliating mitt on and really going to town on yourself. I love it. Um, I, I think that's really, you know, really key as well is the, you know, water. 
drink plenty of water. Make sure in a day that you're drinking at least a litre and a half, maybe two if you yes. can. And keep uh, keep hydrating all yes. the way through the day. Little sips all day long. And, and find a routine you can manage and stick to your routine of cleansing, toning and moisturising. And I think if you stick to your routine and your face is always cleansed at night, all your makeup's removed, your skin is refreshed, then you put on your first layer of tonic, which I do, then I put on my second layer of serum, then I put on my nighttime moisturiser, and it just keeps, I think everybody has different skin, That those are the products that really balance my skin without making it over oily or too dry, mm-hmm. and I stick to that routine, and if anything changes in my skin, I know it's probably down to diet or stress, otherwise I just keep the same thing going mm-hmm. every morning and mm-hmm. other, every evening, and mm-hmm. for me, it's always a spritz of my Yonka toner, uh, my Lovin Grip Serum, and my um, eye cream from um, Dr. Mariam, uh, who we've had on the podcast, and my night cream from Yonka. And then every now and then I'll use a facial scrub from Lovin Grip, and every now and then I'll use a facial scrub or a gommage from Yonka. And I'll keep interchanging it. Another thing that I think is really, really good is keeping your diet rich in good oils olive oil coconut oil and also getting your good omegas i find that that has such an extraordinary and really positive effect on my skin it makes it a lot more supple it feels as if you're hydrating all your cells from the inside Um, and another thing is again the celery juice it Mm. has been proven to actually cure acne has it if you take it on an empty stomach and drink it every single day for a couple of months you will minimize your acne to such a degree that you won't want to stop drinking it and the interesting thing with with celery juice is that a bunch of celery costs under a pound that's and a bunch of celery gives you a good pint really so do you use a bunch of celery a day i use one bunch of celery half a cucumber Mm -hmm a big handful of spinach, and a nugget of celery. And okay. that I put in through I'm my juicer. And you can use any juicer. So I'm going to invest in, I've got my Thermomix, which I absolutely love because I can cook in it. I can do my shakes in it, my smoothies in it. But what I might invest in this year is a Nutribullet. Yes. Because I, Caroline had one in Dubai. And I have to say, it was brilliant for doing a one-cup smoothie. So you never make too much. You just put the right amount of ingredients in for one cup. And I really liked that about it. Plus the fact it's super easy to wash up. And the other thing I was going to just put in Can I just quickly say with the Nutribullet, um, it's really not a big investment. They are under £100. They're actually £69.99. Are they? And maybe in the January sale, it's even less. And you have got, you know... This can you if you take care of it, you've got a machine for years and years and exactly. years. Exactly. So it's really worth the investment. You can do soups, gazpachos, Studying, you can do everything. You can do everything. So and the other thing I was gonna though quickly finish on for the skin is sleep. For me, the more sleep I get, the better my skin looks, the less puffy my eyes are. Uh, actually there is one more after sleep, which I absolutely love, which you won't because you're all au natural and gorgeous and beautiful and don't need to add on anything to yourself, but I love investing in a pair of 
eyelashes. <gasps> I absolutely, I, I've become addicted. I started a year ago wanting them for a special occasion. And once I started, I haven't stopped. And I just But can say, I ask you a question? Yeah. Can you take your eyelashes on and off? No. My, they're semi-permanent. I get them topped up every four to six weeks with the little infills. Every lash is stuck to... You have to have a really good lash expert. I've heard horror stories about lashes being put on in the wrong place, pulling out your lash. You want to basically not affect your own eyelashes. So if you have additional eyelashes put on, you don't want to lose your own eyelashes through having them. I mean, your eyelashes so, look amazing. So amazing that you actually inspired me to want to try it. Mm. But the girl managed to put three singular eyelashes on me. And I completely freaked out. I got so claustrophobic. Uh, and yes, it was stinging can. in my yeah. eye. And I think I'm allergic. You could be allergic. Yeah. My girlfriend has bush baby eyes when she does it. They yeah, I can't do it. But um, I use Camilla. Um, her uh, Instagram is Camilla's Lashes. And I've been using her for the last how many years I've been doing it. Actually, well, I started doing it for Ladies of London because I had two little boys and needed to get ready in a huge rush. Oh, my God, did Didn't you? Didn't have time for makeup and hair and everything else. So I had them done for the filming of Ladies of London, and then I just became so addicted to them. I haven't been able to really take them off for more than how a couple of months. How interesting. And what kind of pricing are they? Well, her new assistant, who's just set up at Chelsea, uh, which who's amazing, Camilla's quite expensive because she does a lot of very she's uh, probably very senior she's very senior she's been doing it for years and she is flipping amazing you don't fear you don't have any fear with her but her assistant is 90 pounds for a top up and 120 for a full set and okay. she's got two places one in chelsea and one in notting hill and i've got to say another thing because you know you also hear very often of people complaining about not earning enough money um and this is another subject that i think is really really important because so often um, you know, again, people think it's really easy for some people and not so easy for other people. And I think it's really important to underline here that no amount of anything comes out, comes without a lot of really, 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 really hard work. Unless, of course, you're someone who has inherited vast fortunes. But, you know, even, even inheriting vast fortunes comes with the disadvantage that you never really learn who you are or what your abilities are. And as a result of that, I'm sure both your self-worth and your confidence is deeply affected. Absolutely. I think going out and earning your own money is the most valuable lesson you can teach yourself. 100%. First of all, you value everything you do. I do not spend anything without thinking about it. Everything I put on my shopping list, I think about. I yeah. think about when we're going to eat it, yeah. how we're going to eat it, how we're going to cook yes, it. Yes, of course. Uh, if I have my eyelashes done, I think about what I won't be able to do. Yeah. I won't be able to go out for lunch. I won't be able to perhaps have yes, that dinner. Yes. Uh, won't, certainly won't be able to buy that pair of shoes. I, I allow myself certain things every month. Yes. And there are certain things that I factor into my life. Today I'm having my hair rejuvenated with colour. Uh, a birthday gift from my sweet mother-in-law um, towards towards it. And, you know, I just love that. Too. All these things that we do, yes. we save for, we yes. invest in, yes. we use to maintain our happiness and our appearance and whatever, but sometimes we can't do them. And there are other ways you can... I mean, if I can't afford my lashes one month, then I'll just put extra mascara on. So it's not the end of the world, but Absolutely. it is my yeah, And I also luxury. think that, you know, another thing is, 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 is if you really want to renew your closet... Um, Today, it's possible to actually sell your old clothes mm. and and literally 
uh, clothes from anywhere and everywhere. There are different people selling different things of different quality. And, you know, I think for everyone, it's really good to, you know, every four to six months, have a really good clean through your wardrobe, through your children's wardrobe, through your whole entire house. And sell it. Absolutely. Make a little bit of money. And even if you you, you, you you sell 20 things, which enables you to buy one thing, that one thing yeah. is, is going to be... a new investment Absolutely. Yeah. And absolutely. I think, I think that's really fantastic, actually, about this day and age. Is, well, for the children's stuff, I always give it to Farrah Charity, because I always think I want to give things to charity for Farrah children. Charity. The Farrah Charity. There's a Farrah Children's Shop in Fulham. And I give them all of our old toys. We oh, do a massive wow. clear, out, clear out just after Christmas for all the new presents that we've received and I said because I you've that. got 10 new presents you need to get rid of 10 old things that you haven't used for a year <gasps> I and love we, that it was mainly board games we packaged them up we dropped them to Farrah and in addition to that we had all the old clothes from Finn because Harry passes his down to Finn of course so all his old clothes that didn't fit him with the new Christmas clothes we took that to Farrah and all my clothes I sell on Depop because I do invest a little bit more in my clothes so if I do get rid of things i sell them in order to what is depop do they come and pick it up no depop is a little bit more of a hassle um there's two things i do i i have one account with uh, a company that picks up things and sells them for you mm-hmm. and a percentage of that does go to charity oh amazing um and what company is that depop, i'm just having a memory blank up. come back to me and i'll mention it um depop you sell everything so you have to take everything to the post office and package it yourself and it is a little bit of work, uh-huh. but I have sold a lot. When I moved from my old house to my new house, I sold, I had to sell one entire wardrobe because I lost two wardrobes in my new house. In terms of space. In terms of space. Wow, yeah. isn't that interesting? So I had to sell an entire wardrobe. Isn't that interesting? Mm. Um, so that was, that's that little interlude. Um, but just to finish today sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you there you're looking at me I didn't mean to interrupt her everybody sorry that was really rude but no, just, to, uh, just to finish on our podcast for the day I've been having a lot of queries about where we hang out where to go where's budget where's big spender where's fun where's relaxed our top places that we like to hang out okay so, so why don't you start I'm going to start with my current favorite breakfast place, unless I'm having it in my own kitchen. And that is this really cool, funky place that's opened on Pavilion Road in London called Granger's. Oh, and I love Granger's. Granger's is just so absolutely delicious. My favorite thing there are the corn fritters. Oh my gosh, they're my favorite. Which I take with a side of warm smoked salmon mm. and avocado. And it's absolutely absolutely delicious i love it my favorite lunch place at the moment is a small japanese restaurant just off walton street called dinings it is a very clean very simple yet utterly delicious japanese cuisine exactly exactly i haven't been there yet oh completely wonderful i will definitely take you there and for dinner i've got to say still on my very very top list is milos it's on number one regent street it's a Greek restaurant, but it is, again, it is so light. It is so delicious. There is minimal preparation so that you get the maximum flavor out of all the ingredients. And my gosh, the Greek cuisine is just is phenomenal. Delicious. I actually went to the one in Miami, and it was so good. Um, well, I'm going to give you a few here. Um, I'm going to start with um, the Woolsey 
on Piccadilly. Love it. I think it's a really fun, traditional English place to go if you're visiting from anywhere that you don't live in England. Uh, or if you do live in England, it is a great place to go for a lunch or a dinner anytime. I love it there. So that's one of my faves. Um, obviously, the ivy popping up everywhere, really great for lunch. There's The one in Chelsea has a beautiful garden in the summer. So I love that uh, whole environment and that whole stepping into the garden bit of Chelsea. Um, I love Chelsea Farmers Markets with the kids. Uh, there's a fantastic pizza place in there. The boys love it. Uh, and you can get your dog cleaned at the same time with Pet Pavilion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obviously, uh, our firm favourite is the Chilton Firehouse. Fantastic. Oh, wonderful cocktails. After dinner drinks, cocktails. Best spicy margarita in town. And the restaurant actually is really, really good now. It used to be really unusual. Now it's really, really healthy. They've changed the menu a bit. Really enjoy it there. Um, and then Milo's is great as well. Uh, Sushi Samba I went to last oh week. Oh my gosh, I'm dying to go there. Really good fun, but quite a long way into the city. And actually the Ned where we went afterwards is really, really good fun as well. Yeah. Um, and a few other little uh, tips. Are, I still think that Blake's Hotel is wonderful for say, dinner or yeah. for cocktails. And downstairs is really fun and a great place to stay. Round the corner in Bina Gardens is the Cranley Hotel. If you are not wanting to splash out too much on your hotel, but want a great area to stay in in London. It's in South Ken. Great little hotel. And quite recently, I've been to a few things at the Franklin Hotel in Knightsbridge. Another gorgeous little boutique hotel, um, which has just popped up and is lovely. Um, and then I would also love to recommend uh, Whiteley's for, for the cinema. There is a fabulous place. In fact, I'm going to take you there. You can have cocktails, Yay. watch a movie and dine in the most luxurious Okay, seats. when are we doing that? And when I are we doing that, it, it, it is amazing for a date night as well. I've had a few few fantastic date nights there and then a few which I really rather (laughs) (laughs) but um, no it's a really really fun place but yeah there's lots of fabulous places for shopping I would say Harvey Nichols is great obviously Harrods I love Harrods I've got to say I love Harrods even just to walk around it is so beautiful yeah everything is so beautiful and even if you walk out with a croissant it will yeah. be worth the experience I agree and then boutiques I would say Rag and Bone is really lovely it's like it in Volta where I get my cashmere um, there's a few fantastic places all around sort of Soho streets and you know tucked away uh, I just go and explore and I've got yeah. to say I still do think that Zara is quite amazing I think they are able to design something for every single occasion and probably for almost every single budget um, I think it's a great go-to place because you're certain to find something that you're like. And actually, if you've got a child like mine, Harry is really tall and really slim. If you're looking for a pair of slim fit jeans for your son, it's the only place that actually fits him. And, and then I've got to say, yeah, you guys all have to make a visit down to Vista. Vista Village, no, I haven't done just outside of Oxford, is just completely and utterly fabulous. It is big brands, small brands, and minus 70 to 80%. It's really, really, really fantastic. Okay, let's fantastic. do a day trip there. How about that. next Friday? Ooh, yes, let me see if I can sort the kids out, and then I'm in. Wish you all a very good day. Thanks Thank for listening. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. If there are any more tips, tricks, hacks, I don't know what you need, but just tell us. We're so happy that you're listening and you're with us and wishing you all a wonderful week ahead. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Bye. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.